Hello and welcome to Small Business MBA. My name is Yasmin Ali and today we talk networking. This is a topic that we've covered at a very high level before, but today I want to look at the detail of how to be more effective at the skill. Again, I just want to remind you that because networking is a skill, anyone can learn to become competent at it. All we need to learn is the tools and then we need to practice and we need to put it into action. Something that I've found to be a key to, useful, to successful and useful networking is preparation. A lot of people do not prepare for networking events because they tend to believe that it's all personality based. But like we've learned before, everything is better with preparation and planning. So how do we prepare to network? The first thing to look at is the event itself. How does it relate to your business? What would be the win for your business at this event? Often we pick events within our industries. That works well if we're looking for partners or trying to build reputation, but it wouldn't necessarily work well for sales. So look at what your business needs most, then look at whether the event matches those needs. Next, how do you know that the right people that you need to talk to will be there? First, you need to know who the right people are, of course. Lots of people think that the CEO is the right person to talk to and he's the only person to talk to. Yet, in most organizations, the purchase of your products and services may not live with a CEO and instead live with a procurement manager or a buyer or even a secretary or administrator. Yes, a person higher up may be able to make the right introductions, but then your win for that event is not the sale but rather the introductory meeting. Now that you've done your homework on the event, it's time for your own preparation. What are you going to say to people? What is the most important thing for people to understand about your business? And how will you grab the attention? This is the job of your elevator pitch. We've looked at our elevator pitch before, but in a nutshell, this is the answer to the question, what do you do? But expressed in a way that entices your potential client. This is your door opener, the way that you entice your prospect into having a conversation with you and that conversation then leading to a meeting that leads to a sale. Once you've enticed your prospect, you need to give them something to remember you by. So you need to make sure that you have a business card. How many business cards should you take to networking events? Well, I would say that you need to set yourself a target in terms of how many people you need to talk to and what your win is. Then take a few extra, just in case. Setting a target means that you go in with a plan. And if you've done your homework, you know exactly who your leads are for that event. You can then concentrate your efforts on what will give you the real result in this case. A lot of people ask whether it's better to network alone or take someone else with you. The fact is that there's no clear-cut answer to that question. It has a lot of variables, like what's the format of the event? What are you trying to achieve by taking another person? And of course, your own personality, and that's just for starters. The mistake that many entrepreneurs make is that they take someone with them and then spend the entire evening with that person. If you decide to take someone with you, make sure that, it, that it's someone who will benefit from the event as well. Take someone with a different personality. That way the two of you have a wider comfort pool, if you like. 
And don't forget to ensure that you've checked the dress code and any other aspect of the event. In terms of dress code, ensure that you meet the criteria, but at the same time, make sure that you're comfortable and that you feel comfortable in what you're wearing. Then check if there are additional conventions to uphold for the event. For example, if it's a charity event, have they asked for contributions towards the charity of choice? If there is, you certainly don't want to be the person standing out because you haven't brought a child's toy or a can of, good, of goods. Finally, a key to networking is to have fun. Not only are people far more interested in people who seem to be having fun, but are far more likely to talk to people who seem to be having fun. So after the break, I talked to Colleen Larson about her expert tips on how to network like a pro. Welcome back to Small Business MBA. I'm now joined by Colleen from Business Engage to help us network better. Colleen, welcome and thank you so much thank for joining us. Thank you very us. much for the invite. Okay, so let's, let's start off by talking about why networking is important. Well, networking is really about building relationships and mm -hmm. I think we've gone into a connective economy where relationships are very important. Yeah. And the reality is, especially from a small business perspective, unless people know who you are and what you stand for, they're not really going to want to do business with you. So it really is also about creating your brand yeah. and what you stand for, what knowledge you bring, why you're different from somebody else. And it's really the, the basis for any conversation in terms of business. I mean, one of the things that I've heard um, a lot recently is that relationships are your biggest currency as a small business. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's the thing that you can build on and it's the thing that you can cause to make profits in your business without you actually outlaying too much. Um, let's, let's discuss networking for those people that absolutely hate networking, especially the ones that are petrified of people. <laughs> what would you say to somebody that kind of just goes, I, I don't like people, I don't want to go meet people? But I think it really is about the, 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 that whole experience of the first time you do it. A lot of people have not been in that situation, so they're petrified of it. I know uh, when I first started networking, I'd walk into a room and say, oh, somebody please smile at me. I don't know who to talk to. And I'd kind of gravitate to the sides and that. And, 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 and kind of pray that there'd be someone that looked vaguely familiar. Or somebody that would smile at me and i think, oh, that's the person I can go and talk to, you know. But I think it's the unknown. And it's, a, it's about you always feel that you have to be one better. Mm. And yet we're all people. And so the thing is, it's really about introducing yourself. It's about as simple as introducing yourself. Mm. It's about as simple as, as going for coffee afterwards. It's about as simple as how you speak to your family. It's as simple as how you speak to somebody in the uh, grocery store when you, when you go down. So, so is that unknown? It's an mm. unfamiliar territory that we deal with. And, and, but once you've done it, it's, it's really like old hat. So one of the one of the things that um, a lot of entrepreneurs have said to me is that the thing that helps is having a drink beforehand. <laughs> so, so is that a, is that a technique that you'd advocate? It depends on where you are and what that drink is, because essentially, if it's going to really, um, if it's going to take away your ability to speak. 
and portray yourself. And if you want to be known as somebody that's fall, fall down drunk, well, <laughs> that's, that's it. But I, but I do think that you've got to try without it. Mm. It's, it's not really the done thing, unless you're at a party or something like that. Absolutely. And what you have to be careful of is the commitments you make when you have had a couple too much to drink and then you wake up the following morning and, oh boy, you know, what have I done? <laughs> it's the classic, um, you know, um, Vegas wedding scenario. Absolutely. So, so I don't think you have to go that route. If, if it's a social environment and you want to have a drink to participate, all good and well, but really it's not that bad. And so I wouldn't get into bad habits of you have to, because then it becomes a crutch. Absolutely. I have to have a drink in order, or I have to do this mm. in order to network, or I've got to take my calming pills into, and it's, it just becomes a crutch. Yeah. Instead of just stepping forward and faking it till you make it. And I think that the, that the other thing that you need to remember is what you're doing there is you're trying to build the credibility of your business. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if this is going to inhibit the credibility of your business, probably not the smartest thing to do. I think people will forgive you a lot easier for being a little shy and fumbling Absolutely. over your words and, and saying, I don't really interact with people much rather than making a blundering idiot of yourself. Absolutely. And, and we've all been there. Mm. We've always, all had the first experience of networking. We've mm. all done it. And I can walk into a room now and for me it's nothing because mm. I do it day in and day out. But we've all been there. We all started off somewhere and understand that everybody knows that I was there mm. once. So let's go, to, let's go to actual tips for, for, for the more shy among us. Um, what advice can you give them? I think even the more shy are actually better net, net, uh, networkers because the thing is, is that I find shy people listen mm. and it's very, very good technique to be able to listen in mm. order to understand what the other person's requiring. Generally, what you have at more and more networking events that I go to are the more hard sell mm. people that just want to make a sale, and you're not going to make a sale. Absolutely, and, and I think I think that's a misnomer about about networking. Mm. It's not it's not a a a hard sell event. It's a relationship. It's building a event. relationship, and nobody's going to do business with you unless they know you, and and that is what I think a lot of people really go wrong with is they try and make this quick sell mm. and then you'll actually find at a networking event that more often than not you'll have those people standing on their own and everybody's kind of <laughs> gravitating away from them because that's not what it's about. <laughs> the hard sell standing on their own trying to sell to each other. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It really is about positioning yourself as somebody different. Why would I do business with you but on a relationship on a, I do believe we connect on a much deeper level than just what we say. Mm. So really look at the more authentic, bringing forward the authentic you, and yeah. people will remember you for it. So getting back to, getting back to our shy people, would you, would you then say it's okay to go into where your comfort zone is? Because I mean, a lot of my entrepreneurs, again, say to me, it's easier to talk about sport. It's easier to ask the person about, you know, so are you married? Do you have kids? You know, it's easier to comment on their jewelry rather than to, you know, immediately go into, you know, the business conversation, so to speak. It depends on what, what the environment is. And you're going to find different, different environments that you're going to come across. So sometimes it's quite okay 
to talk about the jewelry and the weather and the holiday and the family and the friends and, and the kids and whatnot. But, but depending on where you are, could quite possibly bore the, you know, the yeah. people that you're speaking to. So you have to have a range of conversations. But I always believe, even as an entrepreneur, you have to stretch yourself in order to grow. Mm. So if you're not stretching yourself to a point where you are learning new and exciting um, skills on how to converse with people, you're just going to remain in the same old rut, doing the same thing day in and day out. And especially as an entrepreneur, mm. you have to build those relationships in, in order to grow your business. The same rut and getting the same results. Absolutely. And I mean, the, the point of business is to grow, so to do, to do something differently so that you're Absolutely. going to get a different result. Absolutely. And that's, and that's the thing. So don't complain afterwards when you've done the same thing day in and day out. You've had the same conversations. You've had the same voice in your mind and I do believe it's the voice in your mind that says oh you can't do this you really can't do this you, you're, you're not made you're for not this made you, don't for this this you don't have the right personality and, and it's that voice in your own head that keeps you back so I would say if you start stepping into those roles yes it will be uncomfortable to start mm. but you'll get there You'll get there and it's, it's just that discomfort will eventually become the comfortable place that you that you need to be so one of the things I say is, is it's like driving a car. You know, the first time you try to do it, you, everybody's stalled. Mm. But, you know, as you, as you practice, you get better at it. And after a while, you don't think about it. You just go out and you, and you do it. And, and And you don't cause any accidents. Absolutely. And what you've got to realize is that some days you are going to have off days. <laughs> yes. And that's it. You're going to walk into a vent and say, how on earth could I have said that? But, but that's the way things happen. And you just look at what you've done over a period of a couple of months. Yeah. And you'll see that actually you haven't done too badly. <laughs> so something that I see is people walking in either with absolutely no business cards or with that wonderful stack of, you know, 50 that I need, I need to deal the deck. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And if I haven't given out all 50 cards, I failed at this networking event. What's your advice on business cards? Well, first of all, it's not about the numbers. It's about the quality. So I often walk into an event and I will look down the attendance register and I'll say, that's who I want to meet in the, mm -hmm. in the evening or in the morning. And I will make sure that before I leave, I've met those people and mm -hmm. I've introduced myself. The reality is, is that you won't need a whole pack of cards unless you are this two, at a two-minute networking <laughs> event, which I hate with an absolute passion. And um, so unless you're one of those events, you're not going to need all your business cards. And the thing is not about giving out your business cards without following up afterwards. Yeah. So if you've got 200 cards to follow up within 24 hours and say, I met you at a networking event, this is what we discussed. This is what I said I would do. I would love to come and have coffee with you. You will not be able to do that. You might be able to say, hi, this is Colleen, and goodbye, and I'll meet you for coffee. But you won't be able to employ on those people to, to have coffee with you because you won't know why you met them. And, and you wouldn't have actually started that relationship, mm. which was the reason that you went to the networking event to begin with. Absolutely. I, I strongly believe in business cards. Mm -hmm. And there are some people that say you shouldn't give out your business cards and rather follow up with people after. For me, it's a, a one extra step of creating your brand mm -hmm. and who you stand for. So your card says a lot about you and who you are. 
And so for me, it is very important to, to have a business card to hand out. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, in-person networking and, and social networking. Um, which should we be doing? Both. Especially now, LinkedIn, very, mm -hmm. very important. Mm -hmm. But there are a couple of things that you need to know with regards to LinkedIn. It's not about how many numbers of people, the number of people that you've got on your, how many connections yeah. you have. It really is about those quality connections. I've got a couple of rules with regards to the, the LinkedIn. If you don't have a photograph on your profile, I will not accept you <laughs> because I want to see who you are. Yeah. And second of all, especially if you're in the Johannesburg area, the minute I've connected with you, I will ask you to go for coffee. Because I am not going to do business with you just because I've linked with you on, on LinkedIn. Yes, I might know the person that you linked with, mm. that you might mm. have got a referral, but I won't know you and I won't know why I need to mm. be, do business with you or how I can help you. Because it's not always a one-way street, it's a two-way street. So that is especially from a LinkedIn perspective. Mm -hmm. It's very important that you keep your profile up to date. Mm -hmm. It's very important that you don't connect with all and sundry when you haven't met them because you will be blocked, yes. which you don't want. Facebook, be very careful what you put on Facebook. A lot of people believe that just because my friends are linked to me, yeah. that um, nobody else can see it. You are working with social media. Absolutely. So whatever you put onto social media will come out. And, again, and it stays. It, again, it's about that credibility Absolutely. in your business. Okay, so for a lot of entrepreneurs, um, time is the thing that they tend to say is, you know, the biggest hindrance to them networking. So how do you pick events and how many events should you be attending? I, you never know who you're going to meet. Mm. So mm. for me, often I get home and I think, oh, do I really have to go out? <laughs> um, I've been out and I'll put on my face and I'll put on my smile and out I go because you never, ever know. The thing is, it really is about what you're looking to grow mm -hmm. and what are you looking to build within your, your company. You cannot do it with no networking at all. And the thing is, the times when I've least wanted to go to a networking event is the time when I've had my, my biggest opportunity. So for me, it really is about as many as you can get to. Not just willy-nilly, just going around yeah. and, and doing what you, you know, every single networking event, but there are a lot of really good networking events. And you have to build those relationships. You're not gonna just get the opportunities by being on social media. I don't believe that. You'll get quite a few on social media, especially if you know how to work it correctly mm. with your articles mm, and that mm. type of thing. But you're not going to get every single opportunity just because you're on, on LinkedIn. Because at the end of the day, people do business with people. Absolutely. And we cannot do without the interaction. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Colleen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. <laughs> After the break, I give you some tips on how to network better. Welcome back to Small Business MBA. There are four steps to building lasting networking relationships that I'd like you take, to take you through as a wrap up to this episode. The first is acquaint. 
you can't build a relationship with somebody, with somebody that you don't know. So the first thing that we need to remember in terms of when we go to networking events is that we're going to make acquaintances. That means that we're going to meet, we're going to meet people. We're going to talk to people. We're going to introduce ourselves to people. At that point, we may find that there is common ground and that you know we want to speak to people more. Or we might find that they are in completely different industries and they may not benefit our businesses. It doesn't mean that we write that person off, but it means that we keep them in the acquaintance pile. The second thing is that we find allies. Now, allies have common ground with you. Common ground is important because it means that between the two of you, there's mutual benefit to a relationship. And remember, business is all about relationships. And it's all about valuable relationships. In other words, if I'm getting something out of it and you're not, this isn't a relationship that's going to last. Allies will help you to build your business because they will want you to be part of theirs. The third thing is that we want to build trust. Trust moves your transaction from a transaction to a relationship. When your client believes that they can trust you in order to build what they are trying to, to achieve as their vision, as their legacy, that person will trust you with a wider circle of goods or products or services, whatever you're in the market for. That person will also give you the inside info that you need in order to build a stronger relationship with them. This is where the, the relationship goes from being just a transaction between two businesses to being a relationship between two companies. In other words, it becomes ridiculous for them to think about finding what you provide to them somewhere else. They trust you to deliver, they trust you to deliver on time, and they trust you to be there for them in the end. The last thing is reciprocity. Now, reciprocity means that both sides must give and take. Both sides benefit, and both sides feel that they benefit equally from the relationship. Now, the give and take sometimes has a flow to it. Sometimes it might feel like one party is getting more out of the deal than the other. But the importance of building trust before the reciprocity phase is that the other party does believe that their chance to take more from the relationship will come. And they'll wait until that happens. There's, a, there's an ebb and flow. There's a give and take. And in the end, it is all about that relationship that both parties value. I hope that this has helped you to gain the confidence to just go out there and do it. Like Colleen said, it is about taking that first step, albeit a scary one. So happy networking and until next time from me, goodbye.